We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the show. Hope you're having a good Friday. It is raining here in South Bend, so it's kind of bleh here this afternoon. I'm Sean. He's Vince. Jesse will be along shortly. It sounds like he got held up with some work stuff. We were holding out, but we figured that we better get in here and keep Salty company the way the chat was looking. So Yeah, and, and just so you know, Salty, it wasn't me and it wasn't Sean. So this time, this time, it was yes. not me. I was here on time. That's right. Vince was here on time. We've got plenty of stuff that we're going to get to, of course, in the course of today's show. I feel like we should probably just start off, you know, obviously rest in peace, Jim Brown, one of the greatest football players, let alone running backs in NFL history, passed away this afternoon. Did not even uh, know that. He was 87 years old. Uh, You know, he lived a, a very long Good life, you know, very, you know, great career. What strikes me about Jim Brown is, like, between the two of us, I grew up, you know, like, in the 70s when Jim Brown was still the rushing king. He was still the NFL's all-time leading rusher, and it took until 1984, after young Vince D'Addario had been born, before Walter Payton, of course, broke that record, but... Jim Brown is still 11th all-time in NFL history, only 118 total games. He played 12 wow. he only played 9 seasons. 12 games a season for the first 4 years, only 14 games a season for the last 5, and he is still 11th all-time in NFL history with over 12,000 yards. That to me is amazing that, you know, like Man. you knew that, you know, that's one of those records when they start adding games and stuff like that, those records are going to fall at some point. But for him to be sitting there with 118, Frank Gore is number three all time. He played in 241 games, more than double what Jim Brown played in. And Jim is still 11th all time in NFL history. That's amazing to me. Man, you're not kidding. That That's, uh, that's unbelievable. And I, you know, his legacy speaks for itself on the field. And then obviously, you know, what he did off the field, being an advocate and all these different things and an activist. And I mean, he he touched a lot of lives, whether as a football fan, a football person or non-football person. I mean, he's he's a pretty well-known guy and uh, very sad to hear that that he passed away. I 
you are the one that broke it to me. Uh, that's how much really? I was on social media today. So that was uh, was not expecting that in any way. So that you know, rest in peace, Jim Brown. That's uh, that's incredibly Absolutely. sad. Absolutely. Yeah, again, 87 years old. He lived a, a long yeah. life, great career. And, uh, you know, he was he was one of those guys who still showed up from time to time. You, you know, you'd kind of see him around. He made the rounds yeah. whenever he could. So rest in peace, though. Hopefully Jesse is with us here in a little bit. And it sounds like Ryan. Is it Ryan and Brian? Are they doing a show yes. together over there? I was okay. watching a little bit of it earlier, but. Yeah, they're doing uh, they're doing their show, and I don't know if they're done or if they're still going or they're still going, as far as I can tell. All right, well, we'll get going here as well on this show. Fill in the blank. ESPN's SP Plus model projects Notre Dame to score thirty six point six points a game this season, and it would be blank if that is their scoring average. A little disappointing, but doable. Like, I still think they can win a lot of games with that scoring average. Um, I don't generally agree with a lot of the analytics that ESPN comes up with because most of the time they're ridiculous. And <laughs> I don't know why they don't adjust or change them because they hardly ever come to fruition with most of the teams that they're projecting as far but they as... They defend them to the death, you know, it seems like. It's yes. like, you know, like Bill Barnwell's got all these, oh, well, here's what, you know, what... Yeah. I mean, okay. it's just bad. It's just bad. Yeah. But 36-6, so you're, you know, 37 points a game. I want 40, and that's only a three-point difference. Like that's not that much. And so I still feel like they can do a lot of damage at that point, but it'll still be a little bit disappointing because I do want a little bit more. That's I completely agree. Disappointing is the first thing that came to mind for me. What computer models can't predict, though, is how inexperienced players are going to produce. You know, and like, and then even with the most experienced player they've got, Sam Hartman, he's coming mm -hmm. from another system, but he's going to be throwing to relatively inexperienced receivers in at least a tweaked system. So, how can a computer model reliably predict what that is going to look like? Thirty-six point six would still be the third best scoring average in a season in the last eighteen years. If that happens, 2019, they averaged 36.8, 2005, Charlie Weiss's first season, 36.7. So it would still be solid, but I just feel like for me, with everything that we've seen with Sam Hartman, with, you know, the whole array of talent offensively, yeah. 38 is kind of my floor, I think, for this okay. team. Like that's, that's what I think the number needs to be, you know, like sitting there at 38 and like, you look at the fact they even mentioned in the article, you know, that they averaged 31.8 points a game last year, 23.7 over their first six games, but it exploded to 38.8 over their last six. Now, part of that is who you're playing, obviously, but they Absolutely. also played teams in the first six games of the season that they should have been able to score more. They play well, that's for sure. They didn't, you know, the Stanford obviously comes to mind, Marshall, Marshall. comes to mind. But USC and Clemson Cal. were part of that last six as well. Yeah, Cal. But yeah. USC and Clemson were part of that last six as well. You know, so I just feel like I, I I'm with you. Like thirty six point six is still a solid number, but I it, exactly what you said. I would still be a little bit disappointed if that's what it ends up being based on yeah. what they've got. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, like I said, I I expect 
I expect fireworks, honestly, this year. And 36.6 is not fireworks. No. So I, I expect to see a lot of scoring. Maybe even some shootouts. You know, I don't know. But I, I still expect this team to be able to put the ball in the end zone. By the way, I didn't mention, smash that like button. And, of course, subscribe, rate, review. Leave us a comment on your podcast platform, whatever it happens to be. In the meantime, how about another topic? Because it's rapid fire. And I keep getting tech. Can you hear the text coming through on my? Vaguely. When that happens. Okay. Hopefully most of it comes in my headphones. (laughs) You know, but again, I just feel like if the offense and the quarterback and the system we saw last year can average almost 32 points per game, I would be. Yeah, I would be pretty disappointed if, if yes. it only goes up by about four and a half points a game, four and a half, five points a game this season. Yeah, it would be very disappointing. I agree completely. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So I've seen this one floating around the last couple of days, and this felt like, you know, Rapid Fire, Friday. It's the place to discuss it. Names on the back of the jerseys for Notre Dame. Do you buy it? Do you sell it? You know, it's funny. I know this is going to shock you, but I have been a proponent of the no name on the back of the jersey for as long as I can remember. Because I'm big on tradition. Don't like change very much. You know, I always sit at the same place in the admin meeting. Like I always sat in the same place in the classroom if there wasn't a seating chart. I'm just I'm a I'm a pretty traditional guy, right? I'm all for the names on the back. I really, honestly, don't mind. I kind of liked it, or I, I shouldn't say I like it currently when they do it for the bowl games. Mm-hmm. I think it adds a little bit of something to it. I like the fact that they put them on the back of the green jerseys. This past year, I thought that was actually pretty cool. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't even realize they did that until I just recently (laughs) saw a photo of that. No kidding. Were those superimposed? Did they actually? And then they did. I I think I do remember now because because we were talking about it and the numbers obviously are blue. 
Yep. But they put the names in white on the back. Right. And the fact that they were different and it was just like a weird kind of generic it was weird. font that they yes. had on there. It was weird, but I did like it. And I'm I'm okay with it, especially in the world of NIL and name, image, and likeness, you know, that kind of a thing. Let these guys, you know, it's okay to be an individual at times or be a part of a team, but be individualized. Like, I'm actually okay with it. Before I was a big, you know, play for the team on the front and not in the name on the back, and you know all of those, you know, all those cliches. You know what? I kind of wish I had my bell. I was I was waiting to see if you hit that note. (laughs) Glad you didn't disappoint. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, you know me too well. That's right. I'm for it, man. Put the names on the back. Put them on the back. It just feels like now's the time to do it. the other the other sports, men's and women's basketball specifically, they have names on the backs of their jerseys. If if they can, and they're easier to see on TV when a basketball player is there, and they've got the names on the backs of their jerseys. So if they can, why why can't Notre Dame? And you know, like Shy Town says, do it for the bowl game and for the Shamrock series. And I could I could probably I see that, but they I already made an exception for the green jerseys as well. So like yeah. you're 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 at the very least making the exception for a handful of games already. Why not do it? We're in the NIL era. I you know, I've got and I've kind of gone back and forth with the tradition as well. Like what traditions do you really need to hold on to? Mm-hmm. Which ones are are worth moving on from? And it just feels like in an NIL world where you know they're they're able to make money off their name, image, and likeness. Name. Why not just put the names on the back? And from a broadcast standpoint as well, when you see them on like, and it is double, you know double numbers and stuff. Like that's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah. It is college where you have double numbers. It, there's there actually is a reason for it when you have so many. You know, like like last year you had Andrew Estime and Isaiah Foskey. Now you're probably not going to confuse one for the other, but at the same time they both had the same number and they're both very prominent players. So, yeah, why no, absolutely, Ab- absolutely, and and look, I I get where everybody's coming from. People are like, you know, it's tradition, it's classic without the name. I get it, and I would not be upset if they decided to stick with the no names. I'm just okay if they do it. I, I just, I've I've come over, I guess, to the dark side a little bit when it comes to the names. <laughs> I, it doesn't bother me that much anymore, and I I, I kind of like the way it looks. Yeah, I do too. Let me let me ask you this. We talked about green jerseys fairly recent, recently, maybe within the last three or four weeks or something like that. If the choice was names on the jerseys, more green jerseys, or alternate helmets that they wear twice a year, what would be your choice there if you could only pick one of those three things? So... You're saying get a different type of green jersey and just wear it more often? Is that what the is that the green jersey part? You of wear it? green jerseys more often. Okay, yes. gotcha. So it's like a, a okay, gotcha. Regardless of what the jersey, right. yeah, what that jersey ends up, and I, and I'm talking about non shamrock basically. Right, right. So maybe like two, three times a year, depending. You play wear them on the road. You could wear. Okay, yeah. I am. If I had to pick between those three, it's third place by a good range would be changing helmets. Okay. One one of the most classic things about Notre Dame is the helmet. You keep the helmet the way it is, unless you're doing a specific 
Shamrock series. Shamrock series. And even then, yeah. I'm not a big fan of it, but that's the only time that I would touch the helmet. So that one's a distant third to me. I would actually not mind them wearing green a little bit more often. So that's the one I will pick. And I, and 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 names would be a close second, but I would rather them wear green a little bit more often. I would as well. And like I've always felt like an easy compromise for green is just to do what they did in the 90, you know, 91, 92 Sugar Bowl when they played Florida. And when they go on the road, just make the numbers green. Right. And the wear green some numbers. green socks with it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So it's not an actual green jersey, but just make the numbers green. Yeah. You know, like I think that that would be, I think that that would be a really good look. It would, you know, it'd be something different, kind of differentiate a little bit. You know, again, it is Notre Dame, you know, and there, there are a handful of schools like Notre Dame, Penn State, USC, Michigan, um, Ohio State to an extent, Texas, probably like you're not going to mess with the look of the uniform. Sure. Very much like Ohio State, just an abomination when they did that black helmet oh, thing. Horrible. You know, they've done that the horrible. last few years. But my point is all these other schools with the, you know, the alternating, uni- you know, alternate uniforms and all these different looks that they throw out there. There's only so much Notre Dame is going to be willing to do. So why not just throw in something like, you know, the 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 white with with the green numbers on there? Yep. I think it would be a cool look. Somebody was just saying, and I flashed it up there, uh, gold jerseys. That's something that they haven't done with uh, it's tough. with the Shamrock series that maybe they could do in a Shamrock series. Sometime. Gold is a tough color to put on fabric. It's just it's just a, for a jersey to get it like, to look right. Probably, yes. yeah. Because it, it could say, look like, really bad. Steamy? Yeah, it could look really bad if you do it wrong. And I would hate to see them do it wrong. If that makes sense, I yeah. I don't I just don't know how I feel about gold jerseys. That's that's a tough sell for me. Because I just think it's difficult. It's not going to match with the helmet because that'd be freaking weird, mm-hmm. right? If it was all shiny, you know, that kind of a thing. So it's just a, it would be very, very difficult to make that happen and be the right shade and all of those things. This is a good point. Gold is a trim, not a primary yeah. color. Now, I, there, you know, like back, like the Neil Ivy, Ruth Riley, 2001 National Championship team, they wore gold you know, tops and bottoms all the time with Navy now. And those look good. Now, I don't know what that would look like as a football jersey, but it was actually a pretty good look with, you know, it was like gold, you know, kind of satiny gold with with navy blue numbers and stuff like that. And I know the men's basketball has worn them from time to – it's been yeah. a long time, I think. But they, you know, used to wear that, that same, um, you know, gold look as well but i do tend to agree gold is definitely more of a trim yeah. and not a primary but again if you did it like in a shamrock series game where you know maybe you went with like if you got a good good gold material with navy blue numbers and then you know like a solid white pant or something or even like you know blue stripes on the sides of the pant you know white yeah. pants or something like that that could look pretty good be something to to play around I would like with. to see some mock-ups before I get on for sure. board because I, I sure. just I, I'm a, such a visual person. Yeah, I, I would need to see it uh, to understand. Um, they're talking about the Vegas Golden Knights, the hockey team, and that apparently they wear gold as their home uniforms. Okay, couldn't even tell you. Don't watch hockey. Never seen the Golden Knights uniforms ever. So I'm going to Google yeah. it right now. Do that, and then maybe I flash am, it up here on the screen if you can. Yeah, I have it. no idea what they look like. 
Okay, I don't either. So I mean, that would have been. I mean, they did wear white with with gold when they went out to Vegas last year. So, like, if they were going to wear gold, it seemed like maybe that would have been the time to do it. But maybe Under Armour didn't have out here. the kind of gold that they would have liked to see. I don't know. You finding it? Yep. I just got to click like 17 <laughs> times to get it to come up. Up oh, there. All it right. Is. Did it come up? All right. Yeah. So that would be the gold, I guess. That's the back. I don't know. I'm obviously looking at, uh, you know, I just typed in yeah. website. These are hockey, so they're a little busy. So it's it's hard. They to... are very busy. They are yeah. very busy. Here, let's... Way too many colors beyond yeah. just the gold. In I kind of want to see, like, what, what does the it's front not... look like? I notice I it is Adidas, which is. That's true. Which was what I was talking about that Whoa. the Irish women used to wear back in the day. Apparently, I tried to zoom in and got nothing but white. So, all right. That's, that's awesome. All right. Oh, I got to stop. There we go. All right. Okay. Moving on then. So, the University of Tennessee is looking at building a 12 story boutique hotel that overlooks Neyland Stadium there in Knoxville. In addition to the hotel, the school wants to build an entertainment district filled with restaurants, retail shops, a rooftop bar, all next to their football stadium. Like, if you've been to Wrigley Field in the last few years, apparently it would be something similar to that, only probably a little bit bigger bigger since you're talking, you know, football stadium yeah, as opposed to ballpark. And all these things that they're talking about, you know, like shopping, you know, everything else that's, that's going into it. Is this something that you could see or you would want to see Notre Dame potentially do? I think, yeah, obviously that's two different questions. Could I see Notre Dame doing it? No. Would I mind if they did it? I really wouldn't. I, I don't really have an issue with them doing that. Um, I think a hotel would be actually kind of cool. Uh, they'll never do it in a million years, and it would be it would be difficult with the way the stadium is constructed to put a hotel there that, like, over like, – that would be difficult. I mean, you could – They have it. If they were going to do it, you would do it like where Legends is right sure. now, I would think. Right? Sure. They're not going right. to do it on the library side. They're obviously not going to do it on the basketball Everything side. Everything would have to be on the southern side of the stadium, yeah. like where the parking lot is and all of that. Yeah, there's um, enough room there. Yeah. And they obviously already have their own hotel on campus. So, But that's on the other side of campus, and it's right. like a two-story or whatever. It's not super big, yeah. and it's very luxury. Uh, it's very luxury, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I don't I mean, mind it. I it's I really another don't. it would be another a huge revenue stream once you oh got it gosh. going you know like game day weekend that place would be packed it's like you know you come in and you stay right there on campus you yeah. roll out and you know you've got like you know like your your restaurant bar whatever it happens to be right there it, it would be interesting i couldn't see them doing it but you know again like if you right. did it right and like you know again like just based on what that thing at Wrigley Field? Have you been to Wrigley Field since they built that hotel? I have and not. All this stuff I've seen outside? pictures, but I have not been there to actually witness it with my own two eyes uh, in quite some time. Something I'd like to do this summer, actually. Yeah, but. and I mean, it—you know—it's got that hotel that sits right next to Wrigley now. I guess that's down the left field line, and they've okay. got like one of those—you know—like a big artificial turf area outside yeah. where the kids can run around and now they play got they put and, the game you know, up on the big screen apparently because they always yeah. show 
like the kids on the screen and then they see themselves on there and they're all waving and everything. So right. um, it looks like a pretty cool area nowadays. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. And I guess, you know, my only thing is if you would have asked me 15 years ago, I would say Notre Dame will never do something like this, but right. then the crossroads project came along yep. and they completely redid the actual stadium. So like if they're going to do that kind of work to the stadium itself, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to do anything. You know, and again, this is this is you, you do this because you it's your own personal revenue stream. You know, like people are staying in hotels all over the city and all over the county and you know, and as far away as Chicago, you build it on your campus and you yeah. own it and then you're getting all the the revenue direct to you out of that. Now I would say Eddy Street Commons is a little bit like having stuff close to the campus. And right. I and I Notre Dame owns all that, don't they? I mean, that's all and they got some I hotels believe. in there and like yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like that because they got some shopping, they got restaurants, they got a bar, hotels, like the whole thing, but it's not like what you're describing and like Butted attached up. and like right there. So yeah. And like, it, you know, and again, like, I don't think you want it completely attached. Like what Tennessee is even talking about. Right. Like the, and the difference down there is they have a river that goes right by the stadium. So they're talking gotcha. about, you know, sort of using that for some extra, you know, you've got like, you know, like river walk type stuff. And I think that's some cool. Stuff would like, be. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would actually enjoy that experience. Now it would be mad, a madhouse, obviously during the season and on game day and all of that. Uh, but I, I dig it, man. I, I I dig what they did to Wrigley. Like I dig what they did, you know, downtown with the South Bend Cubs. You know, putting those apartments out there in the outfield, kind of making it look a little bit like Wrigley Field. Like I I think that's the more the modern way of going about it. They're talking about doing that to the Chicago Bears when they build in Arlington. Like it's going to be a whole a whole thing, right? So I, I I think it's a good idea. It's it's kind of the the future of stadiums and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Shy town says, now this is, this is a, you know, still a sore subject here in town, yeah. that money pit that just sits downtown that where the, the old college football hall of fame is. That's nothing. I think that's a little bit too far away it's though. I mean, far. that, that would be yeah. an, yeah. Cause like, you know, again, like Tennessee is literally doing it right there on campus next to the stadium. We're, we're just talking Jesse as Jesse jumps in with us right now. Welcome. By the way, glad to have you. Sound like things got busy for you there a little bit. My uh, my boss called me five minutes before five. <laughs> That's always fun. And we just got off the phone. So. I hope he watches yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah, does you he know, ever watch you? Does he ever? Does he ever say, "Hey, I saw you on your show the other nope. day"? Anything like that? Nope. Nope. Because then it would be, "Why aren't you working more?" <laughs> I, uh, you know, you give your boss something two weeks ago. He tells the client that it's going to go out today. And then we don't receive his comments until this morning. To, yeah. And we had, we were given about, so then eight. you have to do the, the correct. You got to try to get everything. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a fire drill to try to get everything done. And then a major redesign came up and I just had to tell them that it can't go out today unless you want <laughs> a crappy product to go out and it's five 30 yeah. on a Friday. So I'm out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Glasses you. are on. <laughs> I've had a long day designing, baby. Storm is it cocktail designing. time right now? Like, are, are it, you it'll be it? cocktail time <laughs> as soon as this show is over. Cocktail o'clock. 
Yes. So we were just we were just talking about the uh, the thing the project that Tennessee is is doing down there by the state. Yeah, I had some good comments on this one actually. All right, well let's hear it. Since you missed the first couple topics, we don't want to jip you out here. I mean, I if know. you have anything to add on the names on the jerseys or anything else for that matter, but yeah, I'll be quick on those other ones. Thirty six point six games. <laughs> That'll be electric considering the offense that we've seen out of Notre Dame in past seasons. If you could put up 35 a game, I mean, college football today is about the offense and scoring points, and that's what I want to see, especially see, Vince, knowing Notre Dame's deficiencies in the offense in the past. I want to see them put up a lot of points. Vince and I would both be disappointed with that number. Actually. Too low. We too think low. We think they should score more than that. Really? I mean, but you yeah. got to factor in that's like a season average. Like you'll you'll be over that against some teams, but you're not going to probably put up 36 against Ohio State. Or... You better if you want to win. <laughs> I'm just saying, you better like, if you want to win. Would 40 be cool? Yeah, but I yes. think 36 is a realistic number, and I think that's a high number for a season average. 36. It, it would be. Game. It would be the third. It would be the third highest scoring average in the last 18 years. If it happened, so it would still be solid. Like I said, my minimal is around thirty-eight. Vince wants forty. I'm around thirty-eight. They averaged almost I'll thirty-nine shoot for forty, but thirty-six would be cool. I'd they be averaged, happy with it. They averaged almost thirty-nine a game over the last six games of last season with Drew Pine at quarterback. Shouldn't they be able to do better than that with Sam Hartman and and all that he's got this yeah, year? Yeah, and you would hope that they'd work out. You know, because the, the first six obviously had Stanford and Marshall in it. And if you remove those and fix those, you would think that, yeah. So, all right, based on the the, the numbers. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm sold on 40. <laughs> all right. Name Love on it. jerseys. I'm not names a fan on of jerseys. It. I like the tradition of no names on the jerseys. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I think it's um, at the college level. I think you're still earning that right for the name on your uniform. Like in the in the NFL, you've earned it. You you know that's you. You made it to the NFL. But in the college, it's still a team game. You're still kind of working together on everything. So I don't like the names in college so much because of that reason. I, I think that, well, I, I think the only thing that throws a wrench in it these days is the NIL and and knowing who is who and right. who's. Who you know? I think sometimes you can get kind of caught up in that that sort of stuff, but I like in the college level no names on the jerseys. I, I think getting to the NFL is where you earn your right to have the name on your jersey. What do you think Vince said? I think Vince said name on the jerseys. Well, probably wow. my reaction to what you're you talking about. My reaction over here. <laughs> well, hold on a second. How is getting a scholarship to Notre Dame not a personal achievement? No, it is. But I still think there's another step. 
Like I, I just, well, there's always another step. <laughs> I mean, there's another step when you're in the NFL too. It's called a bronze, you know, face in the hall of fame. There's always yeah. another step. Just my opinion. And All you right. are entitled to it, sir. <laughs> so what do you think about this? Uh, you can also stadium? be wrong. Yeah, that's I right. can. <laughs> what do you think about the stadium project then? So the stadium project, I think that the, what you're going to see going forward, like with all new stadiums, renovations, this is the, the blueprint that you're going to see. And I like it because when I was down at Atlanta about a month ago, I got to go to the, the new Brave Stadium at, at Truist Park. And new is relative because it's been around for like six or seven years now. But I mean, to tell you, I've never seen something like that before. Like you see Wrigley, it's like Wrigley times 10. It, it really? is an entire just like I, you could almost call it its own like mini township or city like they built restaurants bars hotels a you know work office spaces um literally everything around that new park down there and it's just awesome because it's like i said it's its own kind of just little city all intertwined everything you need is there like you got bars restaurants you know ice cream shops workout places uh hotels condos office spaces to work in and i think that's the selling point that these that these big that these cities are going to get you know planning commissions taxpayers all of that stuff on board with is if you can make it a multi-purpose type area and, and when these new stadiums go up you're using them for you know baseball games in the middle of you know the summer or football games in the fall time but then when you're not using them you're using them for concerts you're using them for you know if it has a retractable roof you, you probably want to use them for indoor basketball so that's the way you're going to maximize the most out of these new builds and get more people on board with spending a lot of money is if you can make it as multi-purpose as possible. And so sure. to me, that's why I think they're awesome because you can just build everything around it. You can make it its own kind of mini you know, city, like I was saying. So I, that's I'm all on board with those. I, I think they're really cool. And, and it, it just promotes fan interaction even more like you can be staying in the area, but not have a ticket to a game, but still get the experience of everything that's going on around it. Interesting. Yeah. I, you know, like I was telling Vince, I think right before you came on 15 years ago, I would say no way Notre Dame would ever do it. But after they did the crossroads project, I'm not going to rule anything out. <laughs> I don't think. And, yeah. you know, there's, there's space over there for them to, you know, like I said, like if they, that Legends has been there for a long time. I don't know what Legends does in the off season. Like it's never been that busy when I've been, you know, it's been a while since I've been there, but when I've been there in the off season, it's never been overly busy. It right. seems like, you know, but like that's, that's an area where you could do something if you wanted to do something potentially. So I don't know. I'll be, be curious to see if they would uh, ever lean in that direction. Hey, welcome to all uh, the newcomers. If you're just jumping in with us, it sounds like Ryan and Brian wrapped up over on uh, on on their show a little bit ago. Glad to have you with us here today. Before we get into some of the planned topics, thanks for the super chat, Michael. We do appreciate it. An Under Armour question with the contract coming to an end. Should Notre Dame stay with Under Armour or go with Nike or Adidas? Vince, you want to start this one off? Jesse's oh. been talking for a while. No, that's fine. I, I've got plenty of opinions on this. I don't. Okay. 
I don't, and you and I have talked about this probably on the show and probably off the show as well. I mean, that's true. The, we can let I, Jesse jump in if you want, I, since he probably hasn't yeah, I mean, I, way in yet. I'll be short and sweet. Look, Under Armour, I'm cool with Under Armour clothing. Um, I understand Same. that Under Armour shoes aren't the best or, you know, cleats and, and things of that nature. Uh, basketball shoes that the kids have to wear. I, I know that that is, I've heard that that's an issue. Um, I think and this is going to make some people mad from a politics standpoint, and that's totally fine. Of all the three options, I mean, I do like Nike stuff, but I very much do not want it to be Jumpman. I I very much would like to stay away from that. Nike, fine. You know, like Clemson has Nike. Alabama has Nike. Notre Dame can do Nike, and that's totally fine with me. Stay away from Jumpman. Stay away from Jumpman, and I'm happy. Yeah, so a lot of what Vince just talked about, like I don't, I don't have a di- like a dislike in Under Armour, um, but I think of you know like their clothing, their sweatshirts, their pullovers, all of that's nice stuff. But when yeah. we're talking cleats, uh, basketball shoes, that like honestly, the most important part of the whole thing is your you know foot and ankle stability when when you're running around in a sport. Yep. And so I think Nike provides the best in that. And I, I mean, I wear a ton of Nike, you know, sweatshirts, shirts, clothes, pants. So I enjoy Nike as well for that reason. And another big reason why I think Nike is, you know, to me, got to be the leader is I guarantee if you asked any recruit coming out of high school, if they would prefer Adidas Under Armour Nike, nine out of 10 would say Nike. And I, I, I know that it's not a huge selling point, but I think that in terms of what young people are most interested in, it's got to be Nike. Um, and so I, I just think Nike makes the most sense. They've done Adidas, they've done Under Armour. Um, I know Nike is obviously the biggest brand probably across all college sports, but that doesn't mean you can't get a big contract out of it. And I think Marcus Freeman could do a great job really with any of the brands, but I think he could obviously hit it out of the park with Nike just being like the face of, you know, Notre Dame with just whatever they want to give him, anything that they want to give him that no one else has seen yet, he will he he will wear, and I guarantee everyone will be rushing to the bookstore. They to already out are. Where they can get it right. They already are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So exactly. I, I just think that honestly, there's to me, there's no going wrong with any of them, but I just feel like Nike is the best for a player standpoint when you're considering foot and ankle safety amongst athletes. Your thoughts on Jumpman, Jesse Styers? I like Jumpman. Um, but I wouldn't wear, I wouldn't, I'm not saying Notre Dame should go to jump, man. I like jump, man. Um, I mean, I got Jordans too. You know, I, I actually just got a new pair the other day that I wear. So it's just, to me, Nike and Jumpman are, are one in the same, but I, I don't think that they should get consumed of going to jump, man. Like, you know, Michigan is jump, man. Uh, North Carolina is jump, man. I'm trying to think of who some of the other jump, man schools are, but like, I don't think that like Michigan and North be... Carolina are the two prominent. There's actually not very many jump man schools in the country. There's only, I think there's fewer than 10 right now. The last I saw. So there's, there's not a whole lot, which would put, you know, this, you're not going to like this Vince, but it would put Notre Dame in a select group. <laughs> if they did go with that jump man, decision. they can go with jump man in every single, they can go with jump man <laughs> in basketball, not football. This is, Tim asks why yeah, to me Jumpman doesn't feel Jordan. right in football. Vince, Vince doesn't Vince doesn't like a basketball logo on a football jersey. It's That's dumb. It down to. It's 
stupid. Do you want you want a basketball logo on a baseball uniform and a lacrosse? It's dumb. It makes no sense. No, I to agree me. with that. I think that's why I'm so. It's so confusing why the Jumpman has to be separate. Why can't it just be you know jump? You're a Nike school, but you use Jumpman for basketball. You know, I like I absolutely. And that's where I think the perfect marriage would be. That would make sense if you had some combination. And I don't know. Yeah, if it just has some to be. sort of combination. I don't know if any schools have combined those or not, or like if you can combine. But I'm I think Vince, the Jumpman just doesn't make sense for every sport. Yeah, right. Yes, that's that's true. Like if it, it's a fair point, you know, like a bat, like the Jordan logo would look stupid on a baseball uniform or a swimsuit or, or know, a lacrosse uniform. Yeah, right. Exactly. But exactly, and it and Irish money's, money's going to talk. You know, money's absolutely. Talk and, and, Irish Shaitan says they gain more Chicago fans. They love Jumpman. Notre Dame doesn't need more fans. That's not a thing. Like <laughs> they don't. That Notre Dame has plenty of fans. That and if somebody's if somebody's going to be a Notre Dame fan because it's got the Jordan logo on it, you can go be a fan of somebody else. Like that. That's that. That's that's so stupid that you would become a fan because of the brand of uniform that they wear. That is such a terrible reason to become a fan. I do wonder how much the NIL aspect of it is going to play into the bids that they get from these different companies, you know, like what their NIL possibilities are going to look like. Now, supposedly every Notre Dame football player had some kind of NIL with Under Armour and a lot of athletes from the other sports did as well, exactly how much they pay. But I'll be curious to see how the NIL aspect does play into this. I would I would think that you're going to have to include something along, you know, in the NIL space in this with their bids. But the, I mean, the Nike, whether it's whether it's Jumpman or, or Nike, the Nike uniforms, they tend to have a lot of different options. You know, they tend to look sure. clean. They tend, you know, they're 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 pretty sharp looking. I agree. I always went with Nike for my baseball uniforms. Yeah, and yeah. Nike, and, I loved when we switched to Nike finally yeah. in high school, like our yeah. jerseys. They just, to me, it's the best fit. It's the yep. sharpest. It's the and cleanest. the kids love the Nike hats, like the the name brand Nike hats. They just That's what I mean. Well. I, it I'm just cool goes a it. long way with the younger people, I think. And to me, the Under Armour, Under Armour uniforms were honestly the, the least comfortable because they were like that tech fit. Them and Adidas were like, suffocating tech fit it was like trying to squeeze you as much as possible interesting so. the adidas football uniforms were terrible those, those yeah tight those are those terrible tight ones terrible. Like, tight, tight. Yeah. yeah that's funny i've talked to some people at notre dame who said yeah you know adidas was just starting to make some good stuff and then we switched over to under you know? i mean that is actually fairly <laughs> did, true yeah. Because they they did jump boat at the wrong time. They, I know. I agree with that, actually.